Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. First time, my bad. <laughs> oh, Chris Ron, Bridges Ron looking. <laughs> accidentally recorded two minutes of himself and Jared talking. You know what I'm saying? But we back, we back. Um, yeah, we back. This is thank God for the group chat episode, not episode, week 51, part one. Uh, I am your host, Line. Uh, Keith is here. Jared is here. With what up? Us. What up? And we have a lovely guest, friend of the show, um, Shane G. Kid. Um, wow, put out the full name. Come on, man. I mean, if you're gonna do it, bro, do it. Wow. All right, dude. Um, yeah, how how was y'all weekend? How's y'all week? That's so funny. Get into what? Shane G Kid is Shane's full name. Yeah. That's yes. gangster. <laughs> that, that's some G. <laughs> you couldn't resist that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm Shane G Kid. <laughs> I said, what is G stand for? He was like, nothing. <laughs> yep. That is a kind of this low key club, bro. <clears throat> yep. Bro, it's just an initial for real. Yeah, yeah. So my, that's hard. Yeah. So my parents, they again, my dad wanted me to have the same initials as him because he's ah. he's Sammy he's Sammy Gerald kid. And at first it was first he wanted my middle name to be Gerald. My mom wanted my middle name to be George. Ah. And so since they couldn't fully reach an agreement on that, they just left it as G. Shout out to compromise. Yeah. That's a healthy compromise. That's good. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, so what you get into this week? You said uh, y'all help. I know y'all help uh, Maddie move in. Yeah. Yeah. Did that. Had that oversized U-Haul that we had to, that Zach had to move through an apartment. And then <laughs> we also had, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I went to the groove on Saturday. <laughs> and apparently somebody else has entered into the podcast. What's the groove? The groove at the basement? Yeah. Well, they normally have it at the basement, but it was a three year anniversary, so they did it at the masquerade. Ah. Oh, a yeah. work cruise yeah. thing? Yeah. The new masquerade. Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Is hey, here. y'all, it's Victoria. She late. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Victoria. Jared's such a hater. Uh, we just started two seconds ago, so it's all good. That's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for waiting, friend. Are y'all hot in here? Yeah. <sighs> Kinda. I don't know yet. 
I it's just like hot outside, so I can't really figure mm-hmm. out. My body hasn't regulated yet. Yeah. Okay, you went to the groove at yeah. Masquerade. Yeah. yeah, they hosted it at the Masquerade this year. They yeah, who, they who had DJ? that mug pack though. Who DJ? Um, usual cats. So Wally oh. Sparks, Jeremy Avalon, Xavier okay. Black, okay, okay. Hourglass. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Xavier Black really killed his set. That's what's up. Yeah. Y'all been to the new Masquerade? The one nah, on nah, I know in, I just where Underground is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have. I've been into. Wait, was I? No, I've been down there. I haven't been into any of the venues yet. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I was on there for an event. Um, it's a weird space. Some months ago. It's, it is. It's interesting. Because yeah. it's like, I went to, to go see Nao and uh, then and then before that saw No Name there. I don't like, the only thing I don't like is they have the stage too low. It's like, so if you're too far back, this it's like. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it like vinyl? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like vinyl. Okay, I get it. Been there, done that. Yeah. Jerry, how was your week? Although you already told us how you. I was cool. You know what I'm saying? I said again, we went and um, I'm just looking at these topics real quick that we finna run through. A shorthand. And I see a name that I'm just like, oh god. Short. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Went to my friend's house. Uh, kicked it in a hot tub for a little while with some friends. Um, and then yesterday had a whole bunch of people come over here to the house and Friday I was building stuff as always. Hot tubs are weird, bro. Hot tubs are weird unless you got a big one. Part of me is like, is this how them lobsters be feeling at Red Lobster? (laughs) (laughs) So interesting story. We had a conversation about how crabs and lobsters die. How they get cooked and they get cooked live. Yeah. And apparently Mm -hmm. Peter is fighting against... The fact that you drop a live lobster or um, crab into a boiling hot thing of water and they're screaming. Um, for, for those of you who, for those of you, for those of you. Michael Collier has a good bit on this. On uh, the crab getting dropped in it. It's hilarious. For those of you who feel like crabs, lobsters, um, crawfish even, are laying in this water screaming. That's not the case. Please get off the gas. It's Wait. steam, people. It's steam. It's steam coming out of the cracks of the of the crab and lobster. That's it. It's not screaming. All right. Confirmed scientifically. So please Confirmed. stop. Wait, what? PSA. So they they are mad because they're like, oh my gosh, you can actually hear the crabs and the lobsters screaming. And it's like, no, they're not screaming, bro. Chill. Calm, calm your nerves. It's okay. All right? We Peter can't eat crab it. legs and, and lobster. But uh, in, mean, Peter is really interesting on that. Like a teapot. It's like yeah. a teapot, people. That's what it is. <laughs> Niggas not screaming. They whistling. They, no, they actually in there singing. <laughs> I'm a little teapot. <laughs> no. Oh no! What do? We're gonna get hate mail for this one. What's their purpose? Who's funding think, them? I don't, I don't know if your viewers are like Peter people. <laughs> Man, hey, hey. Victoria, how was, you, vegan, how was your weekend slash week since she you walked, walked in here late and kicked Keith, Keith off the mic? Wow. Okay, that was a loaded introduction. Wow. Uh, <laughs> have I not always? I'm done so that? tired of you. <laughs> so tired of you. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, somebody watch Games of Thrones. I okay. moved out 
I spent Friday and Saturday packing up and moving out of my apartment. Um, and then where you moved to? Back to my parents' house. Let's get it. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Shout no, out to rent free life. Can't no, not rent free. My parents right. don't play They're like, this is the real world. You right. still got to pay something. Here we go. But See, this is what you're paying. It is aggressively subsidized. Um, but I can't wait. I'm on a aggressive savings plan. I only plan to be there for a bit, but uh, I know what's next, and we out here. And then Sunday, I went to church. Oh, you love the Lord, church. <laughs> oh my God! You ask this every single time I bring this up. We don't know where you be at because I don't see you. Victory every time <laughs> I say victory. I don't go. Aren't to you a member at Blueprint? Victory. You don't know victory if you're a member. Is my like I said, I've been at Victory, so do with that what you what you will. Yeah. Come on. Victory today is mine. Come on, if you get clap, clap with us. <laughs> Keith ain't on the podcast, so he. I can. I low key can see like, wait a minute, why are they singing on this podcast? But I also want to sing this at the same time with you. Uh, all right, he gonna uh, pop up on this podcast. Right, he gonna say something. He needs to. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Here we go. That's yeah. what, that's what he gonna hit us with. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing, but fine. I'm gonna I, I snatch my mic. But you know, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> Is it gonna happen this half or second half? Yes, it'll happen this half. It's gonna happen this half. Look at these topics. We gotta set up for the. I'm gonna just go ahead and scoot over because right. he's gonna take my mic. So I feel it's fine. Whenever I hear that, I always think back to when the Jesse stuff yeah. first broke. And we were all like trying to like find super some PC about find it. some nuance in the situation, and he was like, "Are y'all done? <laughs> yeah. Are y'all done? Thank God like, for the group chat, but yeah, thank God he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> he is lying. Oh my goodness, that was funny, but hey. it was true. He was lying. Um, Keith was right. Hey. <laughs> uh, upon further review, uh, number one. Uh, I think we had said, well, apparently it's a little more complex than I thought it was. But I think we had said that Sierra had said that Future was paying $2,000 a month in child support. It was allegedly supposed to be 12000 Yeah, but I think she said he was only paying two out of that twelve. Um, So I, I either way... Um, he takes some of them rock, them watches back and, and cars. <laughs> I mean, but what what kind of a rapper am I without watches and cars? Hey, you know, Drake did it for a long time. You're a fiscally responsible rapper. What That's what you are. What kind of example okay. am I saying? <laughs> a great one. Yeah. I don't need to follow that J. Cole, um, that J. Cole roadmap. He's still in New York riding his bike. I don't know why. Just get an edge up. Well, why would you, you, you want to drive in New York, though? Huh? Why would you want to drive in New York? It's too, it's so I mean, crazy. I don't want to drive, but I can be driven. Mm. Like, mm. I got the money somebody. for it. He just, he doing why. whatever. He, yeah. You, do you see his video? He was driving to hit the Bentley truck through the uh, off-road course? No. He don't care. <laughs> he just doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Like, man, this is this all going to go away. Yep. Yeah, he is Jay Cole a Christian? I don't know. He's something. He's trying to be. Hmm? What about Kendrick? He, 
It's possible. They all trying to be something, man. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody, Kendrick said he an Israelite. Everybody's yeah. spiritual Israelite. these days, okay. but they're not religious. So. But, you know. Mm. And yeah. leave it at that. Uh, yeah. See if I can run I remember when my on. friend always questioned, like, you know, when rappers are spiritual and it's like, but they can't be, they can't be Christians. I'm like, you take advantage of the fact of the context we're in where people have community to be able to tell them like the correct things to do. Think about if you're in that big of a platform where, where the things you do are that accessible, do you think you would be as faithful to Christianity as you you would be if you had a community to be able to tell you like, you may not want to do this. You may not want to do that. (laughs) So I mean, nobody wants parameters in yeah. their lives. So it's easier for me to just do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, we about to talk about people doing what they want to do soon. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, going to, do you want to hop into this Kanye UFR or you want to do that second half? Second half? All right, bet. Um, there was a synagogue shooting um, in uh, California, if I'm not mistaken, um, over the, was it the weekend? Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, um, one person died. Um, I think seven were injured. Uh, the one person that died, they said she jumped in front of the rabbi to stop the gunman from killing him. Um and lost her life. Uh, it was... I... So they said they found... Someone found found his manifesto online and literally contacted the FBI like minutes before it, the shooting happened. So like <clears throat> somebody literally found it and called the FBI. Wow. But Dang. like, you know... It was, you know, he was already on his way or whatever. But um, <laughs> um, it's sad. Um, I don't. I mean, I think we've had the the gun control conversation on the podcast a couple times. Um, but we've also seen their reaction to mass shootings and um, gun violence around the world in different spaces and. Like, take New Zealand, for example. Like, they were like, nah, bro, we not, there's nothing to happen again after the mosque, um, the mosque shootings. Um, and they just, they just shut it down. Whether or not that's gonna work, we have to wait and see because that's a long term, that's an overtime, um, situation, right? You have to get into. Um, but, um, I think the, the, the bigger thing at hand is, uh, the white supremacy and the bigotry um, and the xenophobia behind it. Uh, how do we, is there even a way to like deal with that? Um, because outside of the synagogue shooting, this this one man, um, he drove his truck into a bunch of cars or something. It's flatbed into a bunch of cars, mm-hmm. a bunch of people because he, just, he said he thought all the people were Muslim. Um, was so, this a while ago or was this recently? Was last week. Okay. Um, this white supremacist group broke up a book signing of this person that had a book um, that's basically that was basically um, 
white nationalist group that was basically like, I mean, explaining why it's white nationalism, like, is dangerous, is unhealthy, is stupid, basically. Yeah. So they broke up his, that person's book signing. Um, and it's just, how do we, like, what do we do? Like, is there anything to be done? Uh, do you guys think, how much feel to the white nationalist fire has our current administration, um, commander in chief? Lots. Um, donuts and sleep has. <laughs> <laughs> How much has that added to the, the, the fuel to the fire? And um, will it change when he leaves the White House, either by impeachment or by election? I no. think it's hard once you've opened a can of worms yeah, to right. then stuff those worms back in. Like Trump being elected and the rhetoric that he kept pushing during his um, campaign and also he after he... Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Right, let's keep going. Whatever. <laughs> I've never heard anyone pronounce it like that. That was mad British of you. <laughs> Boston Tea Party looking. <laughs> but like the language that he was pushing during his campaign and then even after getting elected, just like like it it was almost like a like a pass for them to come yeah. out of the woodwork and just start cutting up. And I don't know uh, I mean the only thing I can think is to just start like punishing legally certain behaviors but at the same time in order for those behaviors to be like punished like you have to see them as inappropriate behaviors or like I feel like right now the government like when stuff like this happens I never hear about anyone there it's always like an alleged hate crime or yeah, a question mark some, hate crime some hate question crime laws mark. yeah but I don't was feel like they're like in yeah. like I feel like they're there. But I feel like there's a difference between something being there just to say it's there and something being enforced. Yeah. I personally feel like oftentimes it is not fully enforced, and people are like, not "We're like, not sure. We don't want to say it's a hate crime." I'm like, mandatory minimums don't exist for hate crimes. Yeah. Like they do exist for it's gang affiliation. It's an awkward yeah. tension because one, sir. Now this is getting. One, historically, this this country has never had a history in time where, again, there hasn't been bigotry or xenophobia in, in it from its birth. So you're already having to deal with something that we thought was post-racial, racial. <laughs> but now, of course, we see that, again, Trump was, you know, by Trump being in office, it's like it showed that, you know, this is still something that our country is having to navigate. And so just because he's removed and no longer in the forefront, if anything, it's more so like, how are we addressing these issues? It's like, are we pushing for laws and things that show that one, we're not as a country, we're not going to tolerate those things because even historically, like the reason change happened is because people challenged our politicians. It's like the reason Lyndon, the reason Lyndon B. Johnson made those civil rights changes is because, you know, King and the coalitions behind, behind King challenged Lyndon B. Johnson to, you know, fulfill his promises to do his, to do that work. And that's what it takes for government, government officials to do their work because if they're not being pressed by the people, 
they're going to just do they're just going to do what they want to do or even just in a sense they may make promises and may not keep them because nobody's following up with them mm. um that's good uh i think is a uh, there uh, for me um i think there's a there are a few parts of it that just on the surface level like it's it's stupid like common sense and it's weird and I heard um, I was listening to something I think it may have been a comedian and um, he was basically saying like okay let me get this straight you brought like just in the scope of people that hate black people just just from from that front Uh, you brought a bunch of people here from their native land, you made them work for free in terrible conditions, killed them, raped them, beat them. All right, cool. You got rid of that. You freed them. But then you put up all these barriers for 100 plus years, segregation, uh, redlining, like y'all bombed Black Wall Street. You did all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you made it hard for us to get loans. Like all like you did all this stuff. And and you're like you're the one that's mad. Like why are you mad? Like we should be the ones that are like eternally and um perpetually pissed off. Yeah. Like why are you bro, why are you still mad? Like what's the, like what's the problem? Um <laughs> And I know part of it is just generational. Like, there are people that have passed down, like, bigotry and xenophobia throughout the generation. Um, And that's, I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, I think part of it is also, like, there's no, yeah. Like y'all was saying, like, it. A lot of these, like, eh, man, is it, was it really a hate crime? Like, this is freedom of speech, like, you know, slap on the wrist. Um, and you have to wait till, I don't know, I forgot his name, that got put to death this past week for um, dragging that dude. They they beat him and tied him to the pickup truck and drag it, and drug him for, like, three miles back in, like, 98 or something. They just Ooh. executed him last week. Um, like, for some reason, it has to be, you wait till it's like that blatant or, and like Dylan Ruth is getting sentenced. He got sentenced to death. So they're going to, you know, kill him at some point as well. Like there has to be this wait for things to be that like blatant and that, um, murderous John William Kemp King. King. Yeah. Um, you, you wait till like, till it's that deep and severe to say, well, all right, this for sure was something. I'm like, yeah, why you got to wait till somebody walks into a black church and kills nine people? You know, why do we have to wait until, I don't know. I think that's part of the problem as well. Um, Yeah. There is no real repercussion well, it's just like grace is extended further. Yeah. If you have a certain skin yeah. color. Like that mm-hmm. video of, uh, I don't know if y'all saw the video of the the cop that was roughing up the black kid and his white friend like stepped in, like put his hands on the cop and all that, like did all that stuff and the cop calmed down. Yep. And I'm like, yo, what just happened? 
Like, he literally, like, do this yelling at him. Like, he literally calmed down and stopped roughing up the kid. And I'm like, yo, in my head, first watching the video, I thought for sure he's about to beat both of them. Yeah. yeah. I thought for One sure. I thought, gonna kill the black, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to kill the little, boy, the little black boy. I thought uh, for yeah. sure. And he just, like, it's almost like he shook him back to his senses and was like, yo. Like, Let me chill. Chill out. Because I see somebody who looks like me. Yeah. And I'm going to relax now. I see somebody who looks like me that's challenging what I'm doing. And I know I dare not hit this little white kid on camera because it'll be a wrap. And see, I think that's a big part of the issue. It's just like because of the fact that nothing really ever happens consistently when it comes to the treatment of black bodies, like people, people know how much they can do. People know how to push the limits. When you show them where that limit is or where that line is or is not, they're going to keep going towards it going past it until like somebody puts the hammer down and says like okay like enough is enough and I don't feel like that's happened honestly ever in the history of the US at least with black people yeah it it hasn't it hasn't because because again the history of this country has always made blacks to be inferior or and even like Again, I can go on a big tangent on this stuff, <laughs> which I'm not, which I'm trying not to. But just even in knowing that, knowing that you have a government or a system that's naturally not set up to be for you, is like is even more of a challenge to push against. Mm-hmm. And then already recognizing again, even going back to what you said, Lon, about the reason that you have people being outraged is because again, they're seeing that you know privileges are being taken away from them taken away from them even though it's yeah. like it's like you got to realize it's like we had you know we had nothing and so for and but the second that we get a little something and it interferes with your idea of what you you should be away away from us it's like it's we're now a threat we're now people that you don't want to be around hence why we have privatized school privatized schools and christian yeah. quote unquote christian schools that actually came out because of the integration uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> christian schools that's fun uh yeah i don't know man i i um i think this next uh, election will definitely change things um I don't, hopefully for the better and not for the worse um i don't i don't know who's going to challenge um, the clown in chief, um, <laughs> currently, but man, we'll see. Um, but all in all, man, praying for peace, praying that people yeah. see the beauty in each other. Um, like we're all different, and that's okay. Um, like it's really okay. Yeah, you don't like it's cool, bro. Like chill out. Um, Facts. But uh, speaking of the next election, um. I, America's favorite uncle, um, Joe Biden, has. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Uh, America's uh, favorite uncle. I like. I like uh, that. Officially put his bid in for the presidency of the United States of America. Um, I think everybody kind of knew it was going to happen. It was coming. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he was kind of testing the waters. I think they try to get him out of here early with those allegations of. Inappropriate hugs or uncomfortable hugs <laughs> um, and shoulder rubs. Um, 
And it's not. Uh, I'm not. Anyway. Uh, so uh, will he win? How will he do? Who will beat him? Um, is his charisma enough? Um, to get him into the White House, or is he gonna have to do more? Because people are questioning some of the his past decisions as a politician. Um, and we know how that goes. Um, so thoughts, feedback. Are we will we love for an Uncle Joe president? I would say he's the he has the best shot out of the Democratic candidates that have already put their you know hat in for the hat in for the race. Honestly, yeah. honestly, with that so many candidates as like. If I was 35, I'd probably put my hat in. (laughs) But I can't. can't. So, uh, at the same time, I don't want that pressure. (laughs) That's a stressful job. But I do think that he is going to have to make a response for the fact, of course, what is what is the big thing that's going to be brought up is about you know the crime, you know the crime bill, bill. and Mm -hmm. having to show that. There has been a transformation, and the thing is, if he can do what Trump what Trump did, because the reason Trump won is this, because he was able to communicate a good narrative to the American to the people that he was trying to reach, and so yeah. that is our culture right now of again wanting to hear a good story and being able to be wanting to be able to be reasoned because honestly, the one thing I learned from a friend who really watches politics, he says this, if you're, if you're explaining a lot, you're losing. And Mm -hmm. so that is the thing. And that's the thing that you're going, that Biden's going to have to do. He's going to have to not necessarily explain, but he's going to have to be able to craft it into a narrative and, and showing that he has transformed and that there is something that he can now bring to the table for this country and bring in a progression from not just personally, but even for a nation to be able to see that again, a person can change or even just making it a whole redemption narrative that would, you know, Hey, we like good redemption stories. <laughs> we do. I would agree. Um, I feel like I did have to like temper my excitement about Joe Biden um, announcing. Well, I feel like I was very enthusiastic. At least I feel like on here, I came off as very enthusiastic. And like, I still am when I look at the other candidates being considered. But I do agree with what's being said about like, he is going to have to do some, um, some work to explain or clarify or you know, pull back from some of the things that he's associated with. And another thing, but like beyond the crime bill is also like the Anita Hill case. So, uh, and I'm sure he's probably spoken about these situations. I have not found or come across anything just yet on like, if he's like doubled down on what he said. Cause I mean, with like Kamala, homegirl doubled down on where she stood to me. If Uncle Joe does the same thing, I don't know if I can call him Uncle Joe anymore. Um, and even how, well, okay. And I will say, even Bernie Sanders also voted in support of the crime bill, but he voted because of the fact that it was a bipartisan bill. And so there were elements that he wanted to get past, like the Violence Against Women Act uh, that were part of that bill. And it was a very important part of that bill. But because yeah. of the fact that it was such a bipartisan law, then there were also elements that 
he wasn't necessarily a fan of, but there was something more important to him on that bill that he stood behind. So I don't know. We'll see. I think he's prepared for it. I, I think so. they're probably um he probably I I I think if you're uh I think at this point if you're a politician and you've been in the game for this long like you just it'll be unwise of you to not be prepared for all of this especially yeah. him having been in the White House for 8 years already. Mm-hmm. Um I can't see him not being prepared for all those um questions about those things in the past. I think the hugs was definitely a curveball. Um, that situation <laughs> just y'all remember the old man <laughs> just spiral <laughs> a, huggy, a huggy old man <laughs> like, what I know a huggy 30 year olds right now oh boy calm down bro I'm like I thought Lee and Christian said hugs would get you in trouble <laughs> I mean yeah I, mean, I, I think part of that too is I think the <laughs> nobody wants to be hugged and uncomfortable um, it's true. Period. True. Um, so I, I definitely understand that. I appreciate him not ducking down from it, um, and you know, just dealing with it as yeah. it came. Um, I'm thankful that everyone was basically like, yeah, like it wasn't anything sexual. Like I wasn't assaulted or anything. His hugs was just uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I can. I can. I don't know. Situation still confuses Victoria, me a little what are bit. Your thoughts? Yes. What? Like, how would you, as a woman and a person that I'm pretty sure has gotten uncomfortable? Well, let me not segregate the women from the men. Guys, have you ever received uncomfortable hugs from anybody older, younger? How do you? Let's hear from the guys first, and then have <laughs> Victoria close out our inappropriate hug conversation. Uh, I have not really received any inappropriate, inappropriate hugs except, except for when people were trying to be funny, actually intentionally. And so I was like, I was like, I knew you, I know you playing with me, but mm-hmm. not like one of those things of like, I'm trying, as like, I'm trying to, you know, just hug, just hug you, but I'm just doing it in an inappropriate way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared, have you ever received an inappropriate hug? Nah. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm about to say we got a friend that nah. be trying to be make us that be trying to make us feel uncomfortable sometimes. Oh, you talking about Aaron? <laughs> nah, I was talking about him. <laughs> you know, you know, T dot. Oh, yeah. T, you know, T dot always trying to be make people feel awkward. Everybody, right? All, all of this. right. Um, oh, who? Yes. So I had a girl one time hug me. And caressed the back of my head. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> gotta go. Oh, all right. Like, that, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, this was before I was married, but I was in a relationship with somebody else, but <clears throat> even still, see, it just felt some type of way for her to like hug me and then literally rub the, like, you know, that, you know, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the caress thing I can't even I can't explain oh, it Oh it's like one yeah. finger at a time Right one like finger at a time going down like your head. Head. the back yeah, of your like, head Why did, And I was like now, Yeah That make me so uncomfortable awkward. Like that, that's a That's we, That's a on the, on the way yeah. to the bedroom hug Actually when you said that Remind me of, an, of, of, of one awkward hug A woman gave me It's like 
you know, she hugged me. Then she rubbed my back. Then she started speaking in tongues and prophesying. Oh, then she whoa. started prophesying over me. I, I mean, like, well, hmm. you gonna prophesy? You just rubbed my back first. <laughs> I was like, like Shondo, that girl, she went in. Like, so she hugged you and felt the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Amen. more so, more so was awkward was the tongues and prophecy than the 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 rub was like, hold on. When you said the tongues and prophecy, I literally <laughs> thought something else. I was like, she kissed you too. Dude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. Big Lord. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That let's not let's not have yeah. that. So we, what what are your thoughts on this? How do you I generally avoid hugs? Oh yeah, you did say that. Um how do you as a woman gauge in an inappropriate hug? You gave Clarence a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clarence was also my boyfriend at the time. Yes, I'm saying. How do I gauge in an inappropriate? Yeah. I mean, everyone's different, of course. Everyone is different, and so, yeah. like, like I said, I generally do not go in for hugs. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's more so with men than it is with women. I'm more likely to give a hug to a, another woman than I yeah, am to go in for a hug bro. with a man. Girls are inappropriate with other girls. And if they're your friends. Yeah. And that's your Kate. Like if that's your relationship, I personally don't do that because again, I don't hug people. Um, but for I can't stand <laughs> you. <laughs> um, I think it's a length. It's I bet, a combination. I bet you, I bet you listen to the podcast now. Though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I bet you want to support now, uh, Clarence. What's up? Come see about us. You know what I'm saying? Stand uh, oh, I can't stand y'all. Do um, better. That's a good one. Uh, go ahead. Hey, um, she's all right, my nigga. He a hater. You a hater. I'm a catch. Don't, don't and I'm that. comfortable she saying gonna, that. She going to keep on. See, see, see what you just did. He didn't do anything. I am very confident in myself. Like, I, I know what's good. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go. Okay. Anyways, um, it's usually just like, if it's like a lingering hug, yeah. like, there is a time limit for me. Yeah. Where, like, once it crosses that threshold, like, Okay, and then like if your hands are traveling, oh, that's yeah. never necessary. Throat punch. <laughs> you need to just work on that. With a pop, throat punch Listen. or chop, like right in the Adam's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and make that noise with it so you know it was serious. <laughs> or knee okay. him in the pelvic area. That too. I, I feel like that throat punch going yeah. like that's going to be the game changer. I think. But that's when you get cussed out, and then I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. Some people are okay with hugs from everyone. I just generally avoid them because of the fact that I don't want to put myself potentially in a situation like that. Yeah. Hugs are weird, man. They are. I, I adapt everybody up. I firmly believe in it. That's real. Everybody, you know, adapts are safe. Very. Adapts are extremely safe. Especially with people that just, adapts are safe. Are they though? I guess. Do you do the dab with like, where you hold hands, like you like... Do the brief handhold at the end. I fist bump sometimes. It depends you know on how I'm it's feeling. Just, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had some people like they will lock you into that hand part, and it's like, all right, yeah, please part. release my hand, and it's yeah, always guys. That's, that's <laughs> I'm like, I would like to go now. Throat chops. See, so I just don't touch people. It works. Throat yeah. chops. <laughs> and don't let people touch <clears> me. With it. Um. But yeah. Um. I don't know, man. We're gonna see. I think. Um. I honestly, 
I think Mayor Pete's gonna win the nomination. Well, either that or they'll sabotage it. But I can't see a. I don't know. People like Bernie, but I feel like Bernie and like Elizabeth Warren. I think some of the things that they want to do are they're economically feasible, but politically far fetched. Agreed. So like the numbers make sense, but to get everyone on board with you know eliminating what like what is it ninety percent or eighty five percent of student loan debt and just and even the one guy that wants to do the national income thing where everybody gets a thousand dollars a month. Mm. Um or you can opt in to stay on welfare. It's just as the GOP is not gonna go for that. Yeah, they're not having that um, at all. They're not having government do any of that stuff because um, you know small government, a big private sector. That's their you know trickle down economics. <laughs> trash. Trash. Uh, speaking of trash, R. Kelly. Um, <sighs> oh God. <laughs> It's going to be short and sweet. I'm not going to be here forever on this. Guys, calm down. Uh, R. Kelly failed to show up for court for a civil suit, um, a sexual assault civil suit. So he lost. You going to jail now? (laughs) He lost. No, it's no jail time. He just, she, uh. (laughs) Still can't get in jail. It's sad, but he's not going to jail. Um. If anything, I think they'll do enough to put him in debt for the rest of his life. Good. Um, Raggedy mother. Uh, so I think go she got awarded, uh, the settlement was like 50000 Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to have to pay that whenever he gets it. Um, probably going to have to do some more club appearances. Um, <laughs> people still out here camping they for They are, cows, and man. it's but annoying. People still showing up to himself, so. I don't know how to hog top people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I ever do this? Fight for my life! I'm trying to see my kids. <laughs> I don't know how to hog top people. Kills, uh Specifically hog tying only, though. Specifically hog tying, because, you know, if if there's going to be a tie, it should be a hog tie. It should be a hog tie. Um, but yeah, that happened. I don't know what else is going to happen with him. This is just a, a small bump in the road. Um, his lawyers are uh, claiming that he can't read, and people are refusing to believe that. But we've known that for some time, that he is a tidbit illiterate, um, which is sad. Like, the whole situation is sad, but he's going to have to deal with the things that he... Because of the he things he didn't, didn't deal with. He can read. He just can't read yeah. past well, a certain level. Yeah. 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 Like six-year-old level. I mean, there was some six-year-olds at <laughs> our um, Easter, Easter service body in the little recitals. Hey. Their parents paper. work with them at home. I'm like, <laughs> and his parents did not, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> it's sad, man. At all. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh... Uh, uh, yeah, I, yep. I was gonna say good luck to him, but I, we gonna um, we gonna we gonna all right. We just we gonna see. Um, what else we got? Ah, 
Johnson Singleton. Why? Uh, Johnson and Johnson, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just fumble the name. The Why you? He said Johnson. I'm like, you cannot be fumbling this name, man. John Singleton. John Singleton um, suffered a stroke last week. Hey man, I mean, uh, no, not a man, a man, a man that they said he wasn't, he's not dead. Yeah, but he's he, non-responsive and he's on life support right he's now. He's in a coma. Yeah, actually, uh, TMZ just said that their family is going to take him off life support. They're gonna oh, pull it. The, I, yeah. I mean, all right, come on, all right, you, you know what? All right, let's thank God for the group chat. Let's get into it. All right, here we go. Yeah. We're gonna okay. have this conversation Keith. right Why now. Let's have this dead. conversation. Listen. Do you want the plug pull? Yes. After how long? Give me a couple days. People have woken up after months. Bro, listen. Aren't there different levels? There are like different levels, different levels to like I mean, where you would be on life support. It. Mm-hmm. It's levels to it. But if, if it's like, hey, if he comes out of this, he'll be alive, but he'll probably be a vegetable. vegetable. Take me out. That's fair. Like, I don't want to sit here and just yeah. look around and... Potentially not even be in my right mind. Like, no, I don't want that. It's not a quality of life. That right. I you know don't want saying? either personally. Like, I mean, the Lord would have to speak to me audibly. Yeah. <laughs> For me to be like, you know what? Nah, I don't do that. Just let me stay here and sit here for five years. Like no, bro. Like I, yeah, I don't like that. That's just not cool. We had to. We had to. Um, do the same thing with my grandma. Yeah. And we went home and I was like, look, I was talking to my aunts and my uncles and I was like, look, bro. You know what I'm saying? They was talking, what are we going to do? I'm like, look, we know my grandma used to walk around, do everything she wanted to do. This yeah, is not okay. It's going to be hard for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, bro. Like, don't do, don't do people like this. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, let me go on and see the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, it be. Yeah, it's that's a, just how I feel. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard decision. It's a hard, yeah, it is. Especially when I remember my father was dying, and yeah. it's like one of those thi- one of those things of like, you know, not wanting him to be in pain because my father, yeah. my father passed away from sickle cell. For those who don't uh-huh. know, and so. And so, in that aspect of thing, that aspect of things is like. It's one of those things of like, you know, of course, seeing like what can, you know, what can there be possibly be done? And of course, you know, praying in faith that maybe God can do something. But even in the midst of knowing some knowing something like that, I would if I was in the situ- situation of like I'm on life support, it's like I definitely at least I definitely at least want my family to at least consider and make sure that they make sure they've taken time to make the decision and at least know that if this is, of course, I'm in a situation where it's like I'm not going to be really functioning, functioning or just be like brain dead. It's like Mm. I'm I'm open to it and everything and everything. But it's like it's still one of those things like it's kind of it's still hard that hard choice to make i i can't just be like yo let's let's just pull the plug even even if it is me or anybody i am close to because yeah. i'm even have even just having to think through family stuff net na- family stuff now because yeah, especially yeah. as my relatives are getting older yeah i mean i, f- I feel yeah. it but i'm just like man like 
thinking about that person and thinking about how selfish it is for me to say, again, it's it's case by case. Yeah. But if you if they t- if they come back, and especially if this person has already said, listen, or you know this family member has already said, if they didn't write it down or whatever, but they told you, if this is a situation for me and I'm, yeah, dang their brain dead and they can bring me back to life and you know whatever. I would rather not I would rather that not happen And yeah. you choose to say No we still want you here yeah. I just feel like that's that I mean that's yeah. That's, that's uh, uh, selfish and now, unfair yeah. Now that um, I, I do consider a selfish Right Because I've, I've seen I've heard of families do that, Doing that um, Took the Took the family member to the house And had them In the living room In a bed On You know what I'm saying And I'm like yeah. no Like that's just not cool That's not okay so I mean yeah that's just yeah that's just me um so I would agree though I do feel like this might like you said it is a case by case thing but I do think generally when you hold on to someone it's more because like you want to keep them versus and I do think it's important like you were saying with your grandma like looking at the life that they were living prior to and the life that they would have afterwards like there it pales in comparison right so let them go on in peace. Yep. You will find peace as well. And also, I feel like it's a... Like you were saying how, like, um, you know, people, like, can pray and, like, hope for a miracle to happen. I also sometimes feel like that's a very, very, very slippery slope when it comes yeah. to your faith. Yes, right. it is. So... Because when it doesn't happen... Exactly. Then you're just like, God, God yeah. abandoned me. And yeah. who knows what happens after that. God so was like, uh, I... He's I like, I actually to, tried to tell y'all, but you don't want to listen. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's never an easy decision. It's yeah, hard. Um, yeah. So, would never yeah. wish that on anyone. But for those of you who don't know, uh, John Singleton. Why am I mispronouncing his name? Singleton uh, is uh, responsible for some of, uh, I think, some a few black. Of, Black America's most iconic movies, namely Boys in the Hood. Hey. Which I think he did at the age of, he was like 20, 23. Mm-hmm. He was young. Really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it was nominated for, uh, he got nominated for Best Director for that for an Oscar. Um, I think as of late, um, he was directing um, on Snowfall uh, for FX, which uh, was also doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, also did you know <laughs> baby boy I was waiting uh, to see if you gonna mention it <laughs> where it just is higher learning ah yeah oh um, I used to love higher learning yeah yeah, yeah man so uh yeah yeah he also did uh, one of the Fast and Furious movies uh yeah oh I didn't know one. that yeah two Fast and Furious oh. yeah yeah um yeah man so uh man praise out to his family um cause I know that's I mean, even though it's a decision that to to not want to have somebody, you know, yeah, on life support or just with minimal functionality, you know, and low quality of life, I know it's still it's still something that's like it's like damn, like it's hard either way. So, mm-hmm. man, comfort to them, praise up to them. Um, um, yeah, like Shane said, they're taking him off life support today. I don't see anything saying he's passed away as yet, but you know, mm. a 
yeah. of course, um, as they take him off, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, man, um, that, only fifty one. Yeah, Ooh, so Damn. young. It's only fifty one, man. That's yeah, that's yeah. And like, I, I'm not sure. I'm unsure of any. Um, of course, I guess next week I'll we'll probably do an update yeah. on if there are any indications of any prior health yeah. issues that yeah. um, he may have known about or. You know, might have been there. Um, but yeah, the stroke. A, yeah, a, a stroke at fifty one is yeah. That's I, wild. That's yeah. I don't that's nah, cause I I used to skate with a guy yeah. who random. I mean, randomly, we thought this dude was in the best health. I mean, swole. Yeah. Always came to the to the skating rink with with a, a jug of water. Mm. Um, ate healthy, all kind of stuff. Had a stroke and. Was in the bed for two years, dang near, and just Ooh. now, like this was it's not getting back to it. Twelve years ago, and he's just now getting back to it. Like start walking on it with a cane, maybe three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, he wasn't even walking. He was in a wheelchair, like all kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing's guaranteed. Vegan, vegan for no reason. <laughs> this is what has to be last week. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Talk about the vegan. I'm not vegan, like, but like, leave them alone. <laughs> y'all vegan for no reason. Yeah, see? I'm a vegetarian. Have Peter throw pig's blood on my shirt or something. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do they do? Other than mess up people's uh, clothing. Harass people. I, don't know what they, I ain't never seen a Peter conference. Harass people. Uh, Peter, anything. Mm. Um, Peter, I know about come with hummus. Um, Hi. Is it a high school in Houston? Is that what it is? Middle school, I thought. Elementary school? Middle school. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm with it. Was it a high school? Either way. Uh, Wait, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right about now. Yeah, James Madison High School in Houston. Houston, Texas. Oh, my. Southwest Side. I think the Southwest Side. Have recently started enforcing a dress code for the parents. (sighs) So let me read some of the things on this. On this list. And let me see if y'all can tell me who they targeting. Um. Hair rollers would not be permitted in the building. Pajamas of any kind would not be permitted in the building along with house shoes or any other <laughs> any other attire that could possibly be, be pajamas, underwear, or home settling wear. What's home settling wear? Such as, such as oh. flannel pajamas. Home settling wear. Who says that? Leggings that are showing your bottom and where your body is not covered in the front or back. <laughs> will not be permitting in the building mm. or on their business for the parents. Yeah. Short shorts that are up to your behind. Who's uh, uh, uncle? Who's auntie wrote oh, this? Auntie did, did this. Showing Daisy your behind. And, and lowrider shorts should not be permitted on the premises or in, and in the building. Dresses that are up to your behind. Somebody, oh, Christian, auntie did this. <laughs> Very low cut tops. Mm. No one can enter the building or be on the school premises on the premises wearing a satin cap or a bonnet I'm gonna keep my cap on in the parking lot if I want to you bugging bugging you know what I'm saying Um, if I'm picking up my child and I'm staying in the car 
Come on, man. Let's you go. Also, cannot wear a yeah. shower cap of any kind in the building. All right. Okay. Mm. Okay. Thoughts, please. Hold on. Cause, cause Victoria, <laughs> what are your thoughts? And then I'm gonna go. I want to go after. No, Victoria. I want y'all to go first. All right, cool. So check me out. And I'm assuming you got something to say. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like. I'm an adult. What can you do to me if I do if I don't follow no, the rules? Right. They stop somebody from coming in into into the building. <sighs> cool. We'll go get my child. Good and job, tell then. my child to come on. That's what I mean. Like, come on to the car. Make an announcement. Oh, good. Announce it. <laughs> so, so here's my issue. So, I posted it on Facebook. I posted the thing on Facebook, and one of my friends, good friend of mine, I went to elementary school with. She um posted the well she post I actually reposted her post from yeah. Facebook. And she was saying like um I get it, I understand. It's not okay, blah blah blah. However, comma um what about white women who show up with see-through tights on, who show up with um Cut off shirts and bras. Pause. I just saw a picture of the principal. She That's is, what I was about to ask exactly you. The principal looks like she would do something what like I this. She would look like in my head. A Christian auntie. <laughs> <laughs> That's she crazy. does look like a Christian auntie. Exactly. Oh, what I thought no. she would look like in my head. But, She's a so, better than black. Right. Now, Ooh. hold that thought. Go she ahead. said what? She's a better than She's black. a better than black. Oh, no. Go I'm going to say it today. Damn. So. Damn. <laughs> Not them. Dang. So I've never heard that term before, but that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, um, and then people were coming at me. Well, I, I commented on somebody else's post. Um, my friend's daughter's post. Her daughter is actually around my age. But anyway, um, that's another story. Um, <laughs> she, she was saying like, I was like, no, I, I agree. I mean, I disagree with how they're handling it. And yeah. she was saying like, well, this mom actually showed up to the school like that and she wanted to be on new on the news like that. Um, uh, this is a black school. Um, you know, every I mean, all of this stuff. And I'm just like, I understand that. Yeah. And they were saying that this is a black woman uh, or a black principal yeah. who came up with these rules. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Of course, you heard. She put behind, behind. Right, I was behind. like, you knew it was a black woman off yeah. of that alone. Yes. So I get it. I understand that this is this is inappropriate dress. However, I feel like that doing this is sending a message to everybody else that mm, see, black folks can't get right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like everybody else, anybody else who's gonna read this or look at that, look at that. Um, mm. That a uh, 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 post is just gonna be like, yeah. oh, black. This is how black folks show up to stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. She showed up with some flip flops and a and a, a, a long t shirt and a bonnet on. I was waiting for somebody to say something about them bonnets. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad one of your own. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, dang. So a white woman can show up with. Uh, a cutoff shirt and her bra showing and half of her boobs showing with some see through with some uh, um some dang near sheer tights on and her hair all wet and 
show up to to the school and pick up their kids, and that's okay. I mean, I'm like, uh, why it is that okay? It wasn't it wasn't color specific. Yeah. Um, it wasn't color, color specific. But I'm assuming, but, but it was color I'm, specific. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume that a lot of the things that were yeah, well, said, actually, maybe not rollers. A lot of things she said, rollers. Well, I mean, no, nobody no. white is leaving a roller. Right, no. Leaving out the house of rollers in the hair still. Go ahead, not y'all rollers. finish your conversation. Yeah. I'll come back to the phone roller. They and they put a not a bonnet. What a Cap. <laughs> what you call it? Help, the cap. Help, the, help us out. The I don't know white women wear on their head. Not the towel cap. Not the towel cap. <laughs> I wear a do rag and a bonnet. I've seen, seen white women show up with towel caps. I mean, what, like a towel wrapped All around their head. All the turban, like terry cloth wraps. Yeah, but not even those. I'm talking about shower caps. Yeah, shower you know cap. what I'm saying? Like the rollers up under the shower cap. I've seen that. And I'm like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. You, I, it's, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. Race specific, but the undertones were race specific. They were She's strong. talking about rollers, shower caps, stuff up under your behind, leggings ain't stuff, short shorts. Like, you know, maybe the short shorts I could be like, well, that could be for anybody. Yeah. Um, but no pajamas. Look, man, what if I'm a stay at home mom or stay at home dad? Why I gotta put clothes on and come drop my kid off? You know what I'm saying? I'm just in some pajamas. Like, right. what's your problem? I mean, as long as nothing out, like, yeah. why are you bugging? So, um, like, it it does send a uh, it does send a, a a message. I think not just to the school, but I think to the rest of the world. Um, I don't know. I don't think this needs to be policed. I think it could be a thing to where you create a system of warnings or whatever and let them know, like, man, of course, if you come out here, like, don't come up to the school with your, your, your ass out. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, again, it's for me, it's But bonnets and rolls not hurting nobody. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. That's not... <laughs> like, for me, it's just like, you, you are... You are doing this against, like, black women. Just, just... It just is what it is. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like... I, would I guarantee you ain't gonna has, have an issue with a with a with a dude, a, a male parent showing up with a tank top on to come pick up their child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, stuff like that. I'm just like, that's whack, man. Like, that's yeah. real whack. Just because these women might be more shapely than the rest of the parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And can show up and she yeah, did, she is. She did. She did put sagging pants in there. So something for the for the sagging pants. I get that. I mean, yeah. whatever. But man, I don't know, bro. I think it's whack. I, well, I don't think that. I think creating a dress code is whack. Well, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's whack for them to to ask or have some type of paper to take home or some type of conference. You know what I'm saying? Or, or uh, um, uh, yeah. not conference. P- what do you call take, it? To put it at the PTA meeting. Yeah, PTA meeting or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this. Come on, yeah. Like, talk to them. Like. I don't know. Be adult like, about it. This just seems like this is just way too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like to go on the news, like this, for all this to have to go on the news. Yeah, this is how it opened up, and I and I'll give you her response as well after this. To prepare our children and let them know daily the appropriate attire they are supposed to wear when entering a building, going somewhere, applying for a job, or visiting someone outside of the home setting. See, first of all, you, I. 
one, not all jobs are the same. You should educate your kids on what's appropriate job attire because not all of them require you to necessarily come with a certain attire for an interview. Two, if I'm going over to my friend's house that's outside of my home, right? I can put on a bonnet. Um, I get where she's coming from, but I think there could have been another way to do this and to be like, you can't even be on the, pre- the premises if you got on the socking cap or if you got rollers in your right, hair. Right, she's trying to be somebody's mama. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you don't know how long it's going to take my hair to set. What if I got to wait 24 hours? Victoria would have like, uh, honey, listen, let me uh say Victoria what are your thoughts so I can say something. <laughs> go to school. <laughs> Please say Victoria what are your thoughts so I can say something. Victoria, what are your thoughts? Um So this is actually a really hard situation for me to navigate in terms of like coming to one conclusive thought because I don't know that I have one conclusive thought when it comes to this I will say that my largest issue definitely is in how it was handled Um, I think when it comes to uh, I'm very big on like protecting black people especially black women Yeah, and I think when you do something so publicly like this where it is essentially bashing Mm. black women and the way that some black women choose to move about this world or the way some black women have learned to move about this world. Yeah. Um, it does not help us at all. Cause like you were saying, it really does like a white person seeing this who may have already have like prejudice against the black person or like stereotypes of black people. This simply reinforces it. And it doesn't help that a black woman was behind this. Cause now it's just like, it's not just us saying it, it's them too. And that's when I said like the better than black thing, mm-hmm. because there are people in this world where, they will reach a certain status in life and then they think that they are superior to someone who looks just like them. And I think that her approach lacked, tremendously lacked grace. I think that that is something that could have been a separate conversation. It did not need to be something that was blasted publicly. Um, And again, like there was just, there are way, there are so many different ways that that could have been handled. Um, with that being said, All right now. I do think that there is a certain responsibility that needs to be held in how you present yourself to this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there is how you want to exist in the world and like how the world is. And unfortunately, like when you're navigating in this world, like there is a certain way that you do have to present yourself. And honestly, like there's a way that you should want to present yourself, right. honestly. Like yeah. Reading that list, I would never show up to my child's school dressed that way. Point blank period. I never would. Um, I I mean, mean, even now, like, no, like, I'm that person. Like, if I have rollers in, I'm putting the like I'm doing like a cute little head wrap or something. Um, If I'm in leggings or something, I'm probably not getting out the car. Okay. Um, but I think there are lines, and sometimes I do think people cross those lines. Um in terms of how they present themselves. And even in that, I will say though, I was, even with me saying that, I'm still very compassionate to how people present themselves. Cause like you're learning certain behaviors, like you're, you're raised yeah. in certain environments. Sometimes you really just don't know better. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where like having side conversations, like not publicly embarrassing or shaming people. I feel like that's where that comes into play. Yeah. There are other ways to sh- extend grace to people and try to, educate educate them 
And if you're worried about the kids, like, okay, if you're worried about them knowing how to dress or something, and if you feel like it's not being done at home, implement a program at the school or something. That's where kids spend most of their time anyways. So, I don't know. Like I said, I still feel like I'm very, like, touch and go on this subject because, again, and even I will say, like, how y'all were saying, like, white women can show up looking like they just got drenched in a rain shower That's and what doing what they want and showing up in, jo- in pajamas. And I will completely say I have seen that. Mm-hmm. And even I will look at the white person and say like, what's yeah. happening? Like, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> what are we doing? Right. Um, now, I, I feel, I mean, even, even with, with all of this, I'm just like, man, there's a way to, there's a, there is a way to fix something like this for parents who are showing up like that. Um, parents who are getting off work or parents who've already been off work or didn't have to go to work. Yeah. I'm like gotten off work at six o'clock this morning, man. Right. I'm I'm like, if you want to go in to get your kid, then all right, show up appropriately. But for you to say that they can't, they can't be, they can't be on the premises dressed like that. Like I like set it up to where these parents can drive in. You call for the student and the student comes out to the car, like set it. I mean, set up something else. Like there's different ways to handle any of this without just blasting off on all black women. It just, seem, it just seems like she's just trying to bring down the law and instead right. of trying to Y'all least... ain't saying lean on me. Oh. <laughs> what? Y'all ain't saying lean on me. <laughs> really? But yeah. Uh, I, as I mentioned, it's like, it could have been, again, it could have been a conversation. <laughs> I've tried to navigate. I can't give a damn about no more education. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a nose. Yo, that's it's, it's, wild. It's, it's, like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, control. <laughs> listen, listen here. We ain't gonna talk about Morgan Freeman. Uh, you know, amen. You know he evil. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, well. Go ahead and jump, Sam's. <laughs> Smoke crack, don't you? Go ahead and jump. Shit. Smoke crack, don't you? Smoke crack, don't you? Go ahead and jump. I don't want to jump. At the end of the day, there could have been a PTA meeting. That was the line from that movie, bro. You smoke crack, don't you? I hate Jared. Uh, okay, this is what she said though. Right, we about to wrap up. Yes, she said I felt a need to enact the dress code because it's an educational environment. Agreed, a place of learning. And when anyone walks in, we have impressionable children, and we have to model what we want them to know. Agreed. Yeah, because I absolutely I agree. had a crush on a couple of my friends' moms. Moms, teachers, hey, hey. teachers for real. But my, my home. Listen, <laughs> bring home. us back, Victoria. Bring us back. So about her response, <laughs> about, her response. <laughs> about her response. I had a friend. No, Hold on. no, no, we, no, we doing this. No, we doing this. You this. done? Yeah. I hope he you I got a friend named Ajani. Yeah. Yeah, I got a friend named Allery Greer. Damn, bro. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm so mad. She said, one instance 
In I'm one instance, a mother came in with a see-through shirt. Oh, and you could see her breasts <laughs> and nipples. Oh no, not oh, just no. the breasts, but and her nipples. Okay, yeah, oh, now that's man. inappropriate. That's right. soft porn. Yeah. But you deal, you deal with that. <laughs> yes, if you say, "Hey, like, ma'am," like <laughs> distracted as a mug. <laughs> I'm like, the, I'm like the teachers are probably distracted. Like, <laughs> hey Terry, your mama coming in our class today? <laughs> <laughs> This is one of, uh, one of the parents. Why Mr. Said, Johnson always excited? This is to the parents' response. It says it doesn't matter how a parent should come. Disagree. If we come here belligerent, out of controls, things of that nature, that's what you have the police for. But what I wear should never what? be an issue. I'm not. She said I'm not revealing. I'm not doing anything. I don't have any weapons. So and this is more of I don't know. I, this is a different parent. Oh, she okay. said, if I'm not coming, anything revealing, anything else I'm wearing, essentially, like if I have a bonnet on, mm-hmm. or if, if I'm in the the slacks or whatever, or yeah. lounging pants, house pants or whatever, then um, it should be, is be good, bro. <laughs> okay, you gonna make it? Uh, it should, um, <laughs> that's what I say when you cough and you choking, you gotta put your raise your hands. Just worship the Lord. <laughs> Just <laughs> wave your hands in the air. Has that ever saved? Pause. Has that ever saved anybody? I've never seen anybody uh, coughing or choking and been like, "Nah, nah. stop." I seen their eyes get real big. <laughs> yeah. Seen that? Um, but yeah. <laughs> Has anybody actually ever had to perform the Heimlich? Nope, and I pray I never nah, will have nah. to. Heimlich is aggressive. <laughs> Very. You know what I'm saying? I can hit the back. They broke some people. Somebody's broken their ribs on that. All right. Let their ribs crack. What happened? Um, So, (laughs) what was I saying? Yeah. So, I I feel like um, I have no problem with her addressing the issue. I think the way she wrote the the notice of the memo, the letter, and the way and how extensive it was, it was like, eh. I look at it this way. If you're showing up to school, okay, if you're in the car, that's one thing, sure. Like, being yeah. in your little lounge where it's a, you're not getting out of the car, you're not walking in, you're not interacting with anybody. But I always see myself, like, I'm a representation of my family. Yeah. And so the way I present myself outwardly, like, that's how people, like, point blank period. Like, people are going to judge. That's what people do. Yeah. And so if I'm a representation of my family, you know, so And so for me, like, that's not something I take lightly. And so that's what I mean early when I was like, I personally would not show up looking any type of way if I'm about yeah. to interact with somebody at my child's school because yeah. I, again, I'm representing not only myself, but I'm representing my entire family. So no, I'm not about to show up looking like I just rolled out of the bed if I'm about to go t- speak to like a principal or their teacher. Because not only does that reflect on me, but that can potentially reflect on my child. What if you don't know and don't care? And, and so that's and that's who, where like the grace thing comes that. in. Like yeah. that's where I say like I am also very understanding of like while I operate and move about this world one way because I understand I also grew I had the privilege of growing up in a great home. Yeah. Where, you know, what Both I just are, said it was yeah. like what I was taught. And mm-hmm. so I'm understanding of the fact that like there are many situations where like you just don't you don't know any better, like genuinely don't know any better. So yeah. in situations like that, that's why I'm like, have those side conversations or something. I don't know. Again, I just don't agree with it being like such a public because like, you know who she's talking to. Yeah. Right. Like, that's you know who she's targeting. She's mm-hmm. fresh out of a Medea movie. 
<laughs> one of the she oldest like somebody else. She does. Yeah, one of the older sisters. Yes. Right. That doesn't get it, but then like she's gonna lose her job and then hit rock bottom. Right. Yeah. He's gonna like, teach her about how to love everyone <laughs> and how to understand that people have different experiences. Yeah, so, how to love. It's true. And the black culture is not monolithic, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then someone's so. gonna get hit with a pot of grits and then the movie's gonna be over. Oh no, not grits. Right. It, it's a whole Medea story. Cause hell, I I would I would hit that top of me. <laughs> if it had been me, hell, you telling me I couldn't wear my bonnet up there, hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts, Victoria? What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, talk to me. Let's see. We're gonna talk about Uncle Joe. We're Uncle not Joe, about I hope you um, get no. this together. You think he's gonna be all right? I hope so. Uncle Joe. I yeah. hope so. From I don't people? know if he doubles From down on people? some of the it's stuff America, that he bro. did. I don't know how to hug people. No, not. A- <laughs> 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 I don't know how to hug people. <laughs> Oh God, Lord! That is hilarious. But no, I hope not even the hugging thing. Like just his <laughs> political associations with certain decisions. Yes, I hope that he's bill. able to like. Yeah. Effectively show growth. Um, yeah. I mean, benefit is he's a white man. We also live in America, and America is very forgiving of white men. So, I mean, will that work with the black voter? I don't know. <sighs> TBD. Um, but I mean, honestly, I really don't know. Uh, um, I don't really care about R. Kelly anymore. Yeah, so. that's not that's no way about that. Over it. Um, I mean, I said what I need to say about the dress code thing. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, it's been great. This is week fifty-one, part one. Um, yeah, man. Thank God for the group chat. Thank God for y'all. Thank God for your patronage. Um, oh, excuse me, that was terrible. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, and we'll be back later in the week for part two. Um, we really appreciate y'all, man. Thank you so, so much for taking your time out um, during the day on your drive, at work, at home, at play, whatever, man. Um, and allowing us to not only inform you, but engage with you. And look, I really think nobody does it better. I love the way that you put it together. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Nail done, hair done, everything did. Nails done, hair done, everything did. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Nail done, hair done, everything did. Nails done, hair done, everything did. Oh, you fancy, huh? Well, aren't you a breath of fresh air from all these superficial goals? Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. 
Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.